Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of HBO, the show where we talk about everything that's hot in the world of games. I'm fucking it up already. I'm your host, Ethan, <laughs> and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host with the co-host. It's Hunter. Hey, Hunter, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing pretty all right. Here to talk about some games I wish I felt more swelly about. Thank you. I'm also joined by the Wee Wonder and <laughs> that was a Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, you doing good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. And I'm joined by the Scottish Smasher himself. It's Jack. Hey, Jack. How are you doing, bud? How's your internet doing? You doing good? It's great. Thank you. Well, Don't ask about it. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, this has been fun. Then see you next time, guys. No, this is Hot Games Only, where everyone can come to you and talk to you about everything that's hot in the world of games. You can find us on podcast services everywhere and youtube.com for the video version. Head to bit.ly slash the giggers. Uh, you can head on over and subscribe. Get us to 100 subs. Cal, play Mario 64, a game that he hates. Woohoo. I hate that video game a lot. Hey, you love to see it. You can also subscribe on all podcast feeds, including Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play. You want it? We're there, probably. So go and check it out. Give us a five-star review if you're so kind. Um, we uh, also have a couple other things that we should say in housekeeping. Uh, we've got a new place for you to find stuff as well. It's very cool. Uh, remember to keep up to date with everything that's happening. You can head to Twitter. There's two Twitter accounts. For Hot Gamers Only specific announcements, go to at Hot Gamers Only on Twitter. And for everything else under the Giggers umbrella, whether it's news, reviews, whatever the fuck we else we do on this channel eventually, head to at the Giggers YT on right now. We do Twitter. other things on this channel? One day. One day. It's news um, to me. A bit of housekeeping for you before we begin. Get ready, folks. It's a long one. If you don't want to listen to this nonsense, <laughs> timestamps down below. Um, first announcement <clears throat> on housekeeping. We're bringing back HGO highlights. Finally, it's been five months, but finally, now that we have video podcasts, we are bringing back the highlights channel, HGO highlights. It's, it's been fully rebranded. That's what I've been, yeah. It's what I've been working on for the past week. It's finally there. Just go to bit.ly slash HGO clips. And there you go. Go ahead to subscribe. There'll be new uh, highlights every three days. Clips, new and old. So you can find the best moments of HGO live over there uh, three times a week at least. We might be doing more. We may be doing less. We'll keep you in the know on at Hot Games Only on Twitter. Uh, second piece of housekeeping is there's been a slight rebrand to most of the regular stuff as well as highlights. Also, HGO has had a little bit of a makeover. The Twitter's had a makeover. There's a new shorter logo that is available on podcast services now. Um, just a little refresh. Nothing major is happening. Just a little refresh. I thought I'd let you know because some people don't like change. Um, number three, <laughs> it's true, dude. It's true. Uh, next week is Crash Bandicoot week here at the Giggers. Crash 4, it's about time, is out this Friday, which means Monday, first impressions. A review will be going out as well, and then a spoiler cast on Friday. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feeds. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because there'll be a shit ton of Crash stuff coming out next week. And I'm not even kidding about that. Um, <laughs> A metric fuckton. A metric fuckton. <laughs> we'll have first impressions Monday. Hopefully a review by Wednesday and then a spoiler cast on Friday. The only Crash 4 spoiler cast on YouTube because why the fuck would anyone else other than us do a spoiler cast of Crash 4? That's the real question. I don't see it happening, but I can't wait to be proven wrong. And that also there's means... someone else out there who's saying the same thing. <laughs> I really do too. It'd be funny as hell. It'd be funny as hell. Um, it also means, because Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming up, that there'll be a load of live content on Twitch TV from the likes of us playing Crash 4. Um, we're doing, at least we know we're doing a Crash 2 race on Thursday. We've got uh, live uh, Crash 4 uh, playthroughs and runs going on throughout the weekend. So a couple of Twitch pages to keep an eye out on. I know I, for a fact, will be streaming at twitch.tv slash chaoticifa. Kyle, are you planning on streaming it a little bit? Uh, I was thinking of doing that. And going into the lead-up, I was thinking of doing at least one run of at least try to do one full run of crash 2 hundo every day yeah so up, to, up to the release 
twitch.tv slash srl. I know Kane will be streaming it at twitch.tv slash kanapaki. Mainly Sam will be doing it as well at twitch.tv slash back. And then Jack, if you can figure out where to find a copy of the game, because I know it's hard for you, Jack. Look at you. If Jack... I can't tell if he's dead or not. We're just going to keep rolling with it. If Jack... <laughs> <laughs> if Jack does stream, I can find him at twitch.tv slash Jacobin. So there you go. All that Crash Bandicoot related goodness will be there. Uh, news and reviews coming soon as well. And I think that's all for housekeeping. I told you it'd be a long housekeeping. So hey, I hope that if you didn't want to listen to that, you use the timestamps down below. Because God, That was me. like three minutes, dude. Yeah, we had. A, I told you we had a lot of housekeeping to get into. I told you. I warned you. You're welcome. So there you go. Yeah, but I couldn't skip ahead in the video. Well, too bad, dude. Too bad. There we go. <laughs> That's everything in terms of housekeeping. Now on to the main time. show. Yeah, dude. Yeah. How many times are you gonna make this about time, Joe? How many times? How many times? Right. Anyway, that's enough of that. We're gonna be doing today. Our topic is I don't know how we phrased it, but it'll probably be along the signs of twenty-four overrated games that we wish we liked more. It's something like that. I said twenty-four. We don't have twenty-four. I just said twenty-four because we did twenty-four underwhelming games. <laughs> Whatever. I underrated. So that underrated, was a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. X amount of games. I think we have 20 odd, but it'll be X amount of games. So we're talking about overrated games today. We're not talking about games that we think ev- that everyone else loves and we think are shit necessarily. We're talking about <laughs> games that we wish we liked more and we think they're overrated because of that. So um, that is the topic. Um, overrated video games. I don't know who wants to start it off. Uh, I, I'm going to go for... Uh, we'll, we'll do it in camera order. As I see it. So, Jack, we'll go to you first, dude, because, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overrated video games is the top. Like, teacher, don't call on me first. Yeah. Uh, I start I'm not ready with... for the presentation. I want to start with Splatoon 2. <laughs> oh, God, we're starting mm-hmm. off. Okay, dude, starting off was a strong one. I wasn't expecting I that. Go for very it. much like Splatoon 1. Splatoon 2 just felt very much most of the same. So, a and... Nintendo sequel. Yeah, but um, I just find that game very hard to play unless you don't have friends. It's not really anything against Splatoon Two. I'm sure the story mode's great and all, but the story mode is great. I didn't, re- I didn't really play through. Octo all expansion it, so. is brilliant, and I stand by it. If you haven't played Octo expansion and you own Splatoon Two, go and pick up Octo expansion because it's the best part of Splatoon Two by a yeah. country mile. <laughs> it's great. It's great. But Good in terms know. of everything else, the game, I just, I mean, it's just damn shit shooter games so i couldn't like it as much as i wanted to because i'm just bad that was my thing with splatoon 2 is i was that was the game that i was like getting a switch for originally in the first year it was like eh, the first games i actually picked up yeah i don't care about breath of the wild mario kart 8 i've already played and splatoon 2 was the first one I was like oh splatoon 2 that's the one that i'm gonna play and then i played i 100 percented the story mode and i played a lot of the uh smugglers run was it what was it called no it was smugglers. salmon run, salmon salmon run. run. That was it. Salmon yeah that's like zombie mode yeah like the, like the cod co-op mode basically yeah that was actually kind of cool. It was like really that, fun, again, yeah. It was, yeah it just, it was, the fact that comes another thing that put me off of the game was like it was only on weekends or something you could play it. Or oh yeah, it had a stupid <laughs> schedule where you couldn't play it all the time. It was only at certain points of the day, and it was really dumb. Yeah. And that was really stupid. And then yeah, the single player was what I was really so. looking into. It just—I feel like the actual multiplayer itself, there just wasn't enough additions. Then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, there were loads of additions afterwards." I'm like, "Yeah, but." Yeah, afterwards. I'm sure now. I'm sure if you didn't play it afterwards, it doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's one of those games where it's like 
Splatoon people really love it, and I'm like, I loved it too for what it was. Like I say, Octo Expansion was a real surprise. I fucking loved Octo Expansion. It's great, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, like, I like the game. I lo- I like the game. It's just yeah, the mul- especially the multiplayer in particular. I just I was like, especially with Splatoon one, I was like, I've already got my fill of this casual like splatter the paint everywhere mode and the comp mode is just way too sweaty and i'm like okay i guess i'm done with the multiplayer <laughs> <Too> sweaty. <laughs> oh, you don't understand how sweaty the splatoon, splatoon one is like you got no like you got played uh played up with like a bunch of japanese players and it was just impossible yep japan loves splatoon man yeah, that's how so turf war felt to me sometimes <laughs> they're so good Damn it, yeah. J- Japan loves Splatoon. Like, that's their favorite game. Dude. That and Animal Crossing are their two. And it's ironic because they're both made by the same team in Nintendo. So it's like that team just apparently knows the Japanese audience a bit too well. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'd I agree with that one. I'd agree with that one. That's a pretty good good start, Jack. Good start. So let's throw it <laughs> over. You feel very appreciated. Yeah. Mm. Hunter, right. well, let's start it off. Go on, Hunter. Knock us out the park. I think I'll go with the hottest take I've got here. Skyrim. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to I need to clarify with you for a second, Hunter. I need to clarify. Are you on about this version of Skyrim? Oh, or are no. you on about this version of Skyrim? Or are you on about this version of Skyrim? Go, or are you on about this version of Skyrim? Which one are you on about? Are those all five of your entries on the list? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the PS3 version is the one I played, um, <laughs> uh, but ah, so I played it about... for... Of course it's the one that I threw the fucking service. Now you're on about this version of Skyrim. Oh, very cool, dude. Very cool. That looked like the PS4 case, but... It did, but no, go on. Point. No, this one's the PS4 case. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So I played Skyrim for about Ten 30 minutes. hours and enjoyed the time that I had playing it, but I never finished it, was never motivated to go back, certainly never motivated to buy it 700 times. And after one different version. Right, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Because, dude, you can play as Breath of the Wild Link! In terms of actually playing these, um... That's the main version that I played when it came out in the day it was the 360 version. The PS3 version, when I had moved away from the 360, I got this like pre-owned at, like a GameStop for like a fiver. So I bought that and then I never yeah. touched it because it's the PS3 version. <laughs> nasty. Then I picked up the Skyrim remaster on PS4 and I put in about 50 odd hours into this again. And oh, oh yeah, wow. I oh yeah, I threw it that hard the disc came out. It's great. Um, <laughs> love it. Um, but yeah, I played a lot of that. But that's the version I played the most is the PS4 version. So and I then I got the Switch version because I was like, hey, we need we need third party support on Switch, baby. So I bought this and I never fucking played it. Literally haven't played it. I see. Good anyway, work, Ethan. Carry on. This isn't anyway, I, I don't even so... think it's overrated, so carry on. I, I just I just got this well, for the gag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even really think All it's overrated. I just didn't it didn't click with me. Yeah. It just seemed kind of like this muted rpg like the colors for example are just kind of like eh. and everything's so grim and serious in that one i really wish i had played oblivion instead <laughs> as far as elder scrolls games that i played because oblivion looks like it's having a lot more fun <laughs> so that's just me my uh, thing with yeah my thing with skyrim is a lot of my time i spent in skyrim is not on the main store the main the main quest line the thing yeah. that differentiates for me a lot of like these Western RPGs in comparison to a JRPG is a JRPG is very much main quest, best quest, is you want to stay on That's that true. path. 
because the side quests are just usually fetch quests and other shit that you'll do if you're a fan of the game, but most of the time, most people are like, oh, fuck that, I'm not gonna, you're not making me get five pieces of wood again, Xenoblade, I'm not letting you have it. <laughs> I'm not delivering these biscuits a second time. Whereas, like, a, like a Bethesda RPG very much is main quest, no one gives a shit. Go out and explore the world and make your own story. Yeah, and it's the little side quest and it's the people you find. And that's the thing. When I played it on 360, I felt similar to you, Hunter, where I was like, I don't get why people love this that much. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I main quested it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's good. Then when I, I, did, re- when I did replay it on PS4, I finally understood it, because I was like, right, fuck the main quest off. I'm not even going to do it. I'm literally just going <laughs> to go off on my journey and find all the cool stuff. And I found a load of cool stuff, and I had a blast with it. So I could, like, I understand both sides, oh, yeah. but... Yeah, I guess I just didn't find enough cool stuff when I played, which I can respect that mm-hmm. that was just... My it takes a long time, it. though. It's a dedication, but, right? Like, yeah. You have to but, play for, like, yeah, 50 hours. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, which I only played for, like, 30, and something came up, and I was like, oh, I never felt like I went back. No, I can see it, though. I, I say, even though I like Skyrim, it's way overrated. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. the fact that we have been left with this fucking video game for what will be a decade at this... The next year, it'll be a decade since this game came out. We have been left with this as, a, as our Elder Scrolls game for the past 10 years. No new one inside. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that good that you could just take a break for a decade, Bethesda. Like, it's not yeah. that good. Yeah. It's like saying, oh, Fallout 76, that was great. Dude. Let's let's leave the Fallout oh. franchise for a decade. See you later, guys. Like, <laughs> no. I, it, it's, it's one of those interesting things, and I'm going to put these away now because that's, that was a joke, and it's taken up like over half my desk was just the copies of Skyrim. Um, but uh, yeah I agree it's one of those things where it's like I wish there was more life to it in a way it's very glitchy Mm -hmm. and it's very it feels old even when you played it you were like this feels old for 2011 Uh, you know I mean it is a Bethesda game so yeah hey but don't worry Microsoft has bought them hey cheers Microsoft thank you cheers Microsoft if you can get them to make a new engine now that would be wonderful Um, but yeah that's is that uh, is that everything Hunter yeah that's that's about all I have to say on the matter. It's just never clicked with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Very cool. Go on. Kyle. I felt pretty much the same way about it. You played it? I did. I played like three or five hours on on my old Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Eh, nice. I never felt attached to anything yeah. in it. It's one. Of those I didn't know what I was supposed do. to do. Like that's the, nothing. Like, nothing that's about it just clicked with me. Yeah, I, I can but, see that. I can see that. Yeah, very cool, Kyle. What have you got to? What have you got? What All right. Pick so we're gonna start. We're starting out my list with a game that Sam actually told me to get. This is Final Fantasy three. You can't tell because it's a white box. Three, <laughs> three, three. Final Fantasy three on the oh, on the man, Nintendo DS. Reflections. <laughs> yeah, um, Final Fantasy three is um, DS game came out there. And it uses the job class system that a lot of other Final Fantasies prior to prior to this one used. The horror used it used in Final Fantasy V, Final Fantasy Tactics, and also Octopath Traveler. More recently, has used it, yeah, and I love job. Dude, you should. It's really it's I a really it. good it's game. It's on the backlog. It's, it's great. Backlog. It's amazing. <laughs> When game, when this when this season when the season's over of game releases, my plan is to one go replay Xenoblade two because I watched one episode of Chuck Connery's LP and I was like, 
I can't watch this because I want to go and play this game again so badly that I don't <laughs> want to ruin it for myself because I'd forgotten everything. I was like, oh, I don't even remember half this shit. I'm going to go play this again. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I might, and then after that, I'll probably play Octopath or play Three Houses again, depending on if Hunter finally has Three Houses at that point. <laughs> I mean, probably not. It'll be a while. Yeah. There's still other things I want to get It's on to. the list when I eventually have time, but no. Anyway, that's Final <laughs> three. Sorry. Tangent. So yeah, um, game uses the job class system, where basically you pick whatever job you want, and then that's how your character rolls until you decide to change it. In a good job class system game, so something like Final Fantasy V, you level up your job, and then you get abilities transferred over to that you can use to transfer to other other jobs you want to use. In this game, if you ever switch off of whatever job you're using, you have your damage output takes a huge hit. So you end up having to basically stop and grind for a little bit until your job starts doing damage again. Mm. And that's what really drove me away from wanting to play this because it was just so grindy, so boring and so repetitive that i just didn't even want to continue it doesn't also doesn't help that it's on the ds which if i played it when it came out i would have been fine i would have been on like vacations with my parents at that time so i could have just had time to actually like mindlessly grind this out but handhelds now are just super cumbersome to me (laughs) that's how i feel there's so many great rpgs on the ds and 3ds that i didn't play when yeah those systems were quote-unquote new and now even just going back and picking up a 3ds again i'm like there's something about <laughs> How did I this use that this? just feels like <laughs> yeah. bad like i don't want to play like this anymore like i just want the to play this way never felt super great to hold the couple of times i borrowed a friend's 3ds to play like a link between worlds or something it also doesn't help that the 3ds had like time was not i was gonna grab mine but i can't find it it also didn't help that the 3DS had, like, two and a half hours of battery, and that's your lot. You had to have, like, a new 3DS to even have a good, as well yeah. The 3DS. Yeah. Because my thing was, but yeah. with 3DS was, the, the, the base model, far too small, and I had that for years, right? And it was, it, to mm-hmm. me, it was, like, too small, I'd get hand cramped. Same. Yeah, but then I got a new 3DS XL, because <clears> they were going super cheap, because the this, this system was dying, so I got one for, like, 80 pounds or whatever. I'm like, cool, <laughs> I'll have a new 3DS. And it's way too heavy. The big 3DSs <laughs> are way too fucking heavy. You just can't win. And I'm just like, oh my god, I don't want to use either of you. Like, I've always loved the classic kind of thing they did with 3DSs and the DSs and stuff, like the DS Lite. But anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, go on. That's off topic. <laughs> um, back on topic. That was pretty much everything I wanted to say about FF3. Like, I'm sure there is a good game buried somewhere beneath all this repetitive, bland ass grinding, but. <laughs> I've been way, <laughs> I've been way too spoiled by modern RPGs that have streamlined the grind process so much, mm. or even in a game like Octopath where you can just like one turn kill everything if you need to grind. So, yeah, yeah. it's really hard. I've also heard I haven't played it myself, but I haven't I haven't beaten this game. Obviously, I have no desire to beat this game. But I've heard the final dungeon is like miserable <laughs> to the point where. There's no saving at all, and it's a, just a boss gauntlet. So, not too different from Octopath. God. Oh. Oh, I got really scared because I didn't know where that throw was going. That was my thing. When I, when I threw the sky, 
Usually I try and aim it for the chair in the back, right, for people that are regular watchers of the show. <laughs> but with the Skyrims, because there were so many copies, I didn't have time to keep... T- so I literally just threw them, and I was like, one of these fuckers is going to break at this point. But, you know, I have so many copies of Skyrim. I don't care. It's <laughs> Last week when I frisbeed FF15 over to the other side of the room, I was aiming for my bed, but it landed on the ground, like, past it. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. The, the yeah, you heard the, it. Yeah. Well, I thought I broke the case. I didn't. See I when I just when I just threw when I just threw FF three, I put like no power on the arc, so I was really afraid it was just gonna drop down and like hit me on the head. Just like, Ugh. but then we'd have a good highlight. So who cares? Do it for the highlight. Either way, it would have been funny. Ly slash HGO clips, literally throwing for content. Right, throwing okay, for content. For, I guess it's time for my first one. All right, Ethan. Go for the least controversial one first. Nah. And build up to it. And you're going to see the first one, and you're going to be like, okay, <laughs> Ethan's going a bit edgy with this. Ghost of Tsushima is my first pick. I just don't get why I can people... Respect that. I just don't see why people are saying this is game of the year. And that's my thing, is it's one of those mm-hmm. games where I'm like, yo, this is a solid 7 or 8 out of 10 game, right? It's like, it's solid. It's just an open world game. Then when people are coming to me saying, yo, dude, Fuck Last of Us Part 2, fuck Persona 5 Royal, fuck Remake, Ghost of Tsushima is my favourite game. I'm like, how? It's 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 so generic. Like it's, Ghost was so boring. It's so generic. And those first few hours, I, I, under, I was like, oh, it's really fun, it's great. But then when you realise, mm-hmm. oh shit, that's the loop, that's it, there is no real, like, it feels like it's pure exploration at first but then when you realize that it's all just triggers that are usual just mini map points instead it's like oh this isn't exploration really this is just using fog of war different on a mini map like this is just different like the combat great i still think the ghost combat yes. is fucking great it's the perfect mix of a assassin's creed kind of just mash the buttons and uh, uh, dark souls make one mistake and you fucking die it's a great in between of those where you can still feel like people can get through it by mashing but you can but there's still some skill required to it, especially if you crank the difficulties up but other than the story which got interesting near the end there's like in terms of side content i think all the side content in this game is just not worth the effort mm-hmm. and the collectibles aren't and it's just it's to me this game and it's a shame because we we talked about it on the podcast earlier in the year Ghost of Tsushima was, other than Persona 5 Royal, because obviously stupid Persona 5 fan here, but apart from Persona <laughs> 5 Royal, this was my most anticipated game of this year. This <laughs> was my most anticipated game. And I, I just left it going... I remember you, when you first got it, you were like really excited, and then you started playing through it, and you were like, oh. Yeah, man, like, honestly, like, I love Sucker Punch <clears throat> to pieces, but to me, this yeah. just... It was just the definition of fine. I think Infamous Second Son is better than this, in my opinion. And hmm. that's a controversial opinion to have. And I know I'm <laughs> in the minority on this one. Especially and First Light. I think First Light's great. Um But no, I just there's just something about Ghost of Tsushima that just didn't click mm-hmm. with me. And you can shoot me for this one. And yes, it'll still probably be at least get a nomination or whatever in our Game of the Year awards because I'm sure Hunter will be like, yeah, Ghost was pretty good. But me, I'm like... Well, I don't it's... know. There, it depends on what else I hit. There, you know. <laughs> what a <laughs> Oh, is he going to do this to all the games? No. I just okay. I hope I don't fucking break it. Guy. I paid full price for that. 
That was a mistake. <laughs> but um, no, I don't know. I think it's still good. I think it's a decent game. But at the mm-hmm. same way, at the same way, people are calling Assassin's Creed Odyssey a game of the year contender in 2017. Was it 27? No, it was 2018. <laughs> I think 2017 was. The yeah, in the same. Yeah, in the same. Yeah, in the same. No, that was Origins. It's 2017. In 20. Oh. 18, yeah, it was 2018. When people were saying Assassin's Creed was a game of the year contender, and I was like, I don't understand it. This is the same way. Maybe I just hate open world games mm. nowadays. But, I do. I mean, honestly, the way this generation is when I understand. Because, <laughs> you know, open world saturation. Because I thought, I thought for the longest time, I thought it was game length. I was like, I'm fed up with these really long games. And then Persona 5 was my, became my favorite game of all time. And that's a straight linear fucking thing, right? There's 100 hours, and I loved it. <laughs> I just think it's the open world. I just think filler just isn't for me. And it's why mm-hmm. games like Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath of the Wild, which I feel do open worlds the best, and especially because they're PlayStation yeah, Studios, you think that Sucker Punch would have seen Horizon in early development and go, let's take some notes from that. And instead it was just a flat plane of a world. And it just... <laughs> anyway, I could go on about this game forever. It's I a really it's pretty good. flat plane, though. Oh, it's really pretty. And the combat's great. It's just, I feel like everything that's surrounding it, the building blocks surrounding the great combat and the visuals, to me, just don't hold up. And I, yeah. you can fight me on this. Last of Us Part 2 is the better game. Fuck <laughs> I will die on the Last of Us Part 2 hill. I will die. Yeah, I'll on, stand I... with you on the Last of Us 2 hill for the second week in a row, Ethan. Thank you. I'll just be somewhere else on the remake hill. I'll get there when I finish the game. <laughs> or I should buy Last of Us 2 so to finish the first. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. I think, you, I think you're going to have the best experience of Last of Us Part 2 because all the controversy will have flown away by that yeah, point. All, <laughs> of the, all of the silliness will be far removed from you. Yeah. And there you go. But anyway, we've talked about Ghost of Shima enough. I've got I've got so many games. Jack, you're up next. You're up next. Go for it, my blue. Spoil me. What is your next game? This wasn't really a big pick, but I thought I'd just kind of throw it out just now early. Uh, Pikmin 3. Ooh. <laughs> I was not expecting that one. Go for it. I actually haven't played a Pikmin game beforehand. And people kept telling me, like, mm-hmm. constantly, like, oh, Pikmin's really good and all this kind of stuff. And I don't really know how to classify Pikmin as a genre. It's like RTS. Like, yeah, I think like, so. It's yeah. Like a hybrid of, like it's like an RTS hybrid kind of thing. Yeah, like, I've played a few, like, when I was younger and all this kind of stuff. But um, I got decently far into the game. But, like, after realizing about a good solid 15, 20 hours into the game, I was just like, it's not. There's just something about it that's not clicking. Mm hmm. And I think also because, like, growing up knowing what Pikmin was, it was like Olimar, Alf, and not Alf, sorry, Olimar, Louis, and all that. Mm-hmm. Going into Pikmin 3, like, with the expectations of, like, Olimar and shit, it's like, oh, now I've got these three new characters I don't give a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> Pikmin's so, that weird thing for me, where, ev- like, people that love Pikmin are like, yo, this shit's the best thing I've ever played in my <laughs> life. Like, they're there, like, properly. We're going explicit in this episode. They're jacking off over it, dude. Like, they're properly oh, going through it. <laughs> you know, guys, oh. there you go. I've been, we've been meaning to use the explicit tag for a while on the HGO now. Um, but no, they properly love it, right? They're, they're, they're and properly... you brought it up during Pikmin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> What can I say? What can I say? The most explicit of games, dude. The most explicit. But yeah. no, people, people really seem to love Pikmin if they do. And to me, it just I just look at it and I'm like, I just even even watching it, I'm like, I don't I don't get it. Like, 
Yeah. This doesn't look fun. To doing some stuff. <laughs> like, the game's charming and all. Like, I like, appreciate it for that, but beyond that, the gameplay is just kind of. Uh... Pikmin 3 looks gorgeous. Like, it's one of the best looking Yeah, the it definitely games. does. It was a really nice game on the Wii U for that. I know. I. I agree, yeah. and I'm sorry for I'm sorry for <laughs> I'm sorry to the Pikmin fans that I said were jacking off to the game, but you know, it, <laughs> I Pikmin? feel like it just is. It just it just it feels like you're either in Pikmin or you're not. It's like it's mm. like it's like a Marmite game, right? You're you're either <laughs> really into it or you're like this shit just Marmite, doesn't work nice. for me. It just yeah. doesn't work. Every time I look at Pikmin gameplay, it just looks like a bunch of micromanaging. Like it doesn't look like fun that was something i really didn't know about pikmin one like i didn't like you know like how majora's mask is similar like yeah oh you're under a time limit like yeah this shit run or you you just game or it, or you're fucking time. dead oh yeah i've never liked games that kind the of eats you. time management but majora's mask is kind of the exception i guess mm -hmm. i pikmin one at least has a generous time limit of 30 parts in 30 days so mm. it's very manageable but yeah, it's a short game really. Actually, when you think about it, when you look at Pikmin One as well. Mm -hmm. But now I can respect that pick, Jack. I can respect it. But <laughs> hey, it's still a good game, right? It's just, it's just, I, I, it's not for me. RTS in general, I just feel it's yeah. not for me. Like I've tried it. I had friends in the past, like back in, back in the day, um, when I did other stuff on YouTube, like Let's Plays and stuff like that. And people were like, "Oh yeah, you gotta try stuff like, you know, try like Supreme Commander." I'm like, "This is the most." boring stuff man like i just couldn't get into it and everyone's like oh yeah but it's all about the strategy and the micromanaging i'm like this this sounds boring i'm gonna go off and play <laughs> something else that's a bit more interesting it's rewarding if you know what you're doing if you don't it's just kind of like you're just playing the game and it's one of those games that is like oh yeah it's great once you get good at it like once you're in like once you know yeah. everything that's when you can start going like oh big brain time right like <laughs> but it's getting that i'm just like i'm not about it I'd, mm. I'd, I wish I was, but nah. Monkey brain, dude. Can't. Just Monkey doesn't work. Brain. Doesn't work. Anyway, Hunter, do you have um, a game for us? Yeah. Alrighty. So this one's going to be. This one's rather funny because I do quite like this game. It's just when you compare it to the rest of the games in the series, I don't love it. Okay. So, Metal Gear Solid 5. Ooh, Metal <laughs> Gear. You see, gameplay-wise, it is the best Great. the series has felt as far as like moment-to-moment -moment controls and all of that. The problem is that, you know, it is... Konami. Well, yeah. All of the hassle that went around that game's release with Kojima and Konami's split, it wasn't finished. The story itself was very broken and like segmented. Why does he even own that? Why do you own that? Hi, I own MGS5. I've never played it. Why? Because, <laughs> right, okay, good. tangent. We've talked about my father on the show before. Also, I must have thrown this game at some point or something because it's. Oh, <laughs> oh, dare you? No, I haven't thrown it. It's just, it's been damaged at some point or another. But I now, I, we talked about how my father it. plays games on the show before. Uh, and if there's one series that my. I, I, I don't know if I've ever told this story before on the show. But if there's one series that my dad absolutely loved, it was Metal Gear Solid. So that's why we own Good it. Man. Because fun fact, when I was born, my mom, my dad convinced my mom to buy a PlayStation One for to give us like something to do, right? To like play games together. So he's like, oh yeah, look, as Crash and Spyro, we'll get it. 
so like oh we can play games together or whatever when secretly he just wanted it so he could fucking play metal gear <laughs> he just wanted to break yeah, necks yeah. and cash checks yeah dude he just <laughs> wanted to play metal gear and he's a massive fan so that's why i own it but i also have tried metal ah, gear and i just sense. and I, i've tried metal gear 5 and i just couldn't get into it i just couldn't get into <laughs> mgs5 right. at all anyway carry that's on fair enough especially since you hate open worlds yeah so a lot of the problems with this game yes as a fan of the series you know the story is broken and segmented and doesn't come together very well like the story beats are really cool in a vacuum if you're just watching them but as a whole cohesive thing it doesn't really vibe very well and that's Mm -hmm. really disappointing for a series that is like my favorite video game story that i've ever experienced it's so crazy dude it's so crazy I love that. I love this series, and I really wish I loved Metal Gear Solid Five as much as the other four, <laughs> but I don't. I mean, it's still really good, and I recommend people play it. But for sure, yeah. it's one of those weird games where it always feels like it's so weird that Metal Gear, as we know it, ends with that game. Like that's it's always like that's the weird point, right? Like that was that was it. That's when Kojima got the boot. That's when like konami became well they were already a bunch of pricks to him but like that's when they won the final straw they were like yeah it would get you out that's when it boiled over it's just such a weird game to end on because like i feel like even like even mgs4 which has its critics right even like people some people dislike mgs4 because it's just people like it's a film and it's like they have you have a point there are a lot of (laughs) cutscenes in mgs4 just fan service a lot and yeah, so, Metal Gear Solid 4 is fan service the video game, but yeah, if you're a yeah. fan of the game, you love it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, loved I like it a lot. But all the other MGS games, I feel like, 1, 2, 3, and 4, I feel like I don't stop hearing people talk about if they love them, how much they love them, right? Whereas with 5, 5 just is the weird one. Whereas I don't know if it's just because of everything that happened with Kojima and everyone just doesn't like talking about it as much but i never hear that love for five as much as i hear about for i think people just kind of ignores the fact that the game just like suffered because of what happened during development i don't think people are going to argue it's a terrible game because of it because it's not yeah it's not a terrible game it's just not what i wanted it to be exactly i still really like it i still dumped like 130 hours into it and don't regret it but (laughs) yeah yeah. All inside of like a month too. I went I went off in September. That's, that like, year. that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's like that's almost as crazy as me. Well I can relate to that because I for anyone that didn't know, I hundred percent did Death Stranding in two weeks. I came back, <laughs> I, I missed it because I went on holiday. So the first thing I did when I came back off holiday was oh, it was December. I was like, Oh, I'll pick up a copy of Death Stranding. Maybe I'll like it, maybe I and then in like in thirteen days I'd put hundred and ten hours into it and finished it. Like it was crazy. <clears throat> Is, uh, but no, I, I, I understand it because it was like, I didn't click with MGS5, but as soon as I clicked, I clicked Death Stranding clicked for me. So it was just like, it's just one of those things. Yeah. It wasn't Kojima that put me off it. It was genuinely just, no, it was just something the, about the gameplay. Like yeah. the game. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Good pick. That's about all I have to say on that. Cool. Kyle. All right. Well, we've brought up Sucker Punch once in this video. Let's do it again. Oh. Slide two, Band of Thieves. Oh, oh, oh! Does this hurt your feelings, Ethan? No, not really, because I don't. Have okay, feelings. cool. Okay, fair enough. Neither do I. Anyways, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Good work, team. Yeah, just sitting there, like. <laughs> <laughs> S- 
sad bastards. So anyway, go on, Cloud go on. Slide two. So Sly Two, I don't necessarily even dislike the game. Mm-hmm. I just it's not as good as the other two games in the trilogy to me. Okay. I think I think that one is a super solid platformer and it fleshed out Sly's moveset really well. Sly feels really fun to play as and control. And Sly 3, it did a great job um expanding on what the other what Bentley and Murray can do as playable characters and it it was a good end to the series until Sly 4 happened. Now it's not the end good, of the series. It's still a good game. Which we, I, hey, we I wouldn't know. On HGO. Hey, maybe it'll be a clip in the future. <laughs> check out the previous. Check out the prequel to this video. Well, oh, wait a bit on HGO highlights because that's one of the first highlights <laughs> that I've actually made. So you can, you can you, that, that opinion will be there eventually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, as far as the game, as far as the game goes, I think that the first world Paris is a super solid opening world. I I love Dimitri's world. I love Dimitri as a character. He's one of the it's best robbed. in the series. Dimitri's robbed, dude. The fact that he's the only uh, villain in that game that only has one episode to do with him is yeah. shocking. That and was also, that, yeah, also really the fact unfortunate. That they, that he's such like he's, he's such a minor villain in this, like, but they just kept bringing him back because he was that yeah. good. Like, oh, did he come back in 4? Uh, no, he's in a cutscene. Yeah, yes and no. He's in a okay. cutscene, so he's in it. But so now he came back for a lot he of came three. Came back for a cameo in four, which I find <laughs> weird because in the teaser trailer for four, he was in it and he was prominent, and they brought the voice actor back. And then <laughs> in the actual game, he doesn't say a word, and he's just like a little bit. Aww. Of cameo. Um, Aww, that's not that's not nice. He's a bit of a yeah. He's a basic. He's basically looking he after bad, the. Man. He's looking after the thievious raccoon as well. They go through time basically is what Dimitri's doing. Um, ah, that's but, cool. Yeah. So. My the thing that I say about slide two is slide three has the better highs. Like when slide three shines, it really shines. But slide two is the more consistent experience for me, in my really? opinion. I think slide three's lows are lower than slide two ever goes, and slide three's highs are higher than ever the slide two ever goes as well. I hmm. just feel like two. I think the reason that people love two so much is because it's consistent. The quality of it, in terms of it, is consistent throughout the entire game. Yeah, which is something I appreciate. And if anything, I mean, it's one of those rare games to me where Sly Two, except for Paris, the final worlds of Sly Two, in my opinion, the Jean Besson levels and the uh, the clockwork level at the end of the game, those levels, in my opinion, are the strongest levels in the game. I That's agree. Um, I agree so much. The two John Basson levels are fucking perfect. And the, the two Canada clock- levels are so freaking fun. And the clockwork level is also really fucking solid at the end. It's just a shame mm-hmm. that, especially Raj, is just... Uh, yeah. It's so fucking boring. Those two... The whole middle, Rajan and Contessa, I can't stand those levels. I like the second Contessa one, just because I like the idea of this war going on between the police and the Contessa. That has a cool mm-hmm. theme towards it. Um, yeah. But that first contest level is so fucking boring. Yo, you okay there, Jack? Uh, someone's changing tabs. Don't do that. <laughs> I haven't changed tabs. My computer just went... Oh, well, there you go. Oh, no. But no, anyway, but yeah. I can see why people dislike Slide 2 more. Yeah. In my opinion, the lows in 3 are lower than the lows in 2. Mm-hmm. It's, it has been a while since I've replayed this game. but Or, or the whole series, even. It's one that I need to go back and play. I haven't played since like 2016, 15. Same. It's been like five years since I played through. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of, it probably doesn't help that I, 
as a kid, I actually played through the Sly series backwards. I started with three, then got two, and then ended with mm-hmm. one. So, I don't know. Three just felt a lot more refined. I like the worlds of three a lot more. Two, I I do enjoy two. Two is a good game, but I think that it wasn't as good as three, which is what I played first. So, I played them in a weird order as well. I played two, then one, then three. So. <laughs> Never played them in order. So there you go. Go team. Welcome to the gigas. We don't know how to count to three. It's true. It's true. You know what? While you said Sly, while you said Sly 2, I will match you. And this is a really great segue of a game. Uh, until we get Jack 2. I fucking hate it. This isn't even a, this isn't even I like, I wish I liked it because I hate Jack 2. I genuinely despise it. In terms of, in terms of overrated games to me, Jack 2 is Naughty Dog's most overrated video game. It's fucking trash. I hate it. It's so bad. And people who are like, oh, you just don't like the shooting. No, Jack 3 is all right. It's Jack 2 that's the problem. I don't know what it is about Jack 2. I absolutely hate it. I don't know if it's the shitty checkpoint system, it's boring level design, the fact that it has levels where the timer is that fucking specific that you just have to avoid the enemies and just bolt it, or else you won't make it there in time and you'll just instantly die. It has a sewer level, which is awful. Um, (laughs) People said it was hard. I didn't even think it was that hard. I just thought it was really badly designed. And it's just, there's something about 2 where you can just tell it was rushed. That they were like, oh shit, GTA's a thing. Let's make it more like GTA. And in the process, they made a boring world with a boring story um, and boring level design. And I'll I'll stand by this. I wish I liked Jack 2, because it's the only Jack game of the main three that I don't like. But I just don't understand how people like it. And I feel like it's only a grown-up thing, because I played them all for the first time like two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> and Jack 1, I think, is an excellent platformer. I think Jack 1's the best. Then Jack 3, which is solid, and it fixes all my problems with uh, Jack 2. And then Jack 2, I just can't stand it, man. There's just something about Jack 2 that is just really fucking tedious to me. And I can't place I can't place it. <laughs> just didn't click. So there you go. I'll be I'll be brief with Jack 2 because I don't think any of us have played Jack 2, so I fucking don't. No, I, just I have don't. not. I've not played any of the Jack and Daxter Jack games and actually because me either. Jack and Daxter to me peaks at one. Like genuinely, one is my favorite. I love one. Oh, wonderful. It's great. Wonderful. You know, if you like if you like Crash and Spyro, then you'll really like um Jack One. Cool. And if you really like gta then maybe you'll like jack 2 but as someone that kind of likes gta i didn't like jack 2 so there you go uh, <laughs> anyway i've spoken enough uh, i know it was short but man i've got nothing nice to say about it we're supposed to be like i wish i liked it more because i actually like it but not enough no i fucking hate jack 2 anyway um, <laughs> fucking shit. jack what's your next what's next on your list jack super smart Odyssey. Oh. what a swerve <laughs> I stopped drinking there. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> Disappoint me, Jack. Throw it. Throw it. No. Just throw it. No. It, it's time will come. <laughs> it's time will come. I'll have to throw it too. <laughs> no, I, I, it will be. It'll be thrown. Just later. Just later. Anyway, Mario Odyssey. What's up, Jack? Go on. What's wrong with you, you absolute evil bastard? How could you hate Mario Odyssey? I don't hate it. <laughs> 
Um, I think I've talked about my Odyssey before anyway on the podcast. It's basically the same stuff. I just feel like the game is just way too monotonous. Well, not monotonous, but the moons are really shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the control of that game. I think it's absolutely incredible what they've done to Mario's movement because looking at past 3D Mario games, his movement's kind of clunky and shit, let's be honest. Look at Sunshine. It's a glitchy pile of garbage, but I'd, I still love Sunshine for some reason. But anyway, <laughs> Odyssey, just to me, I don't know, something was just missing from it. I don't know what it was. It's hard to grasp. It's just something with me in Odyssey that I can't come to terms with. I think it was just the difficulty that didn't feel that great. And we've already talked about the difficulty of Mario games. They're never meant to be hard and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when they gave Mario all these movement options and stuff and barely, like, really... They didn't really like challenge you to use it a lot, I guess. It's just, like, there. Yeah, for all the movement options you had, there wasn't a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> this is I think that's kind of what was missing. Anything. Like they just hand moons out like candy here and there. <laughs> ones that were hard didn't even feel special because you had like nine hundred other ones that you yeah. just got from sitting on a bench. <laughs> it feels like it was. Built Don't for you speed. disrespect bench friends? It was. Uh, I feel like it was built for speedrunners in a weird, weird way. I feel it like really it was made for the speedrunning community. Oh, yeah, they have the cooker racing and stuff. Not, not even that just in terms of the way they move like the movement and everything works is yeah it's super fluid but the only people that really use the movement and odyssey to the max are speedrunners. like it feels like mm-hmm. everything was made for it to be which i still stand by i think mario odyssey is a really good speed game like it's really good in terms of a run yeah, in terms is. of fun it's one of the best speed games just because of how fucking good the movement is but yeah I don't know. I really like Mario Odyssey quite a bit. It's my second mm-hmm. favorite 3D Mario. I liked um, it too. I like it quite a bit. I just understand what he means. Yeah. As far as not being challenged at all. Yeah. I yeah. definitely think it's overrated. Like, <clears throat> I it's, definitely. More, it's more like a playground where there's nothing to do in it rather than like... Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to play around with it, it's like... You're just doing it for the fun. Yeah. yeah. And definitely wasn't Game of the Year material for 2017. I'm saying no. that. I said this before the show. But you cannot tell me that in a in a year where so The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Horizon yeah, Zero yeah. Dawn, Nier Automata, Nier Automata Persona, Persona 5, 5. You, you're telling me that those four games to come out and people are like, yeah, but Mario Odyssey, am I right, Mario? <laughs> <laughs> no. 3D Mario even Xenoblade 2, even Xenoblade 2 came out that year. And I mean, I know it wasn't, it was in the, it was in December, so it wasn't even qualified for Game Awards, but still. It got, still hurts me. So it didn't get qualified. Don't worry, the Jedi Fallen <laughs> Order fans will be crying this year because they're not getting noms either and they got missed out last year. Don't worry, they know. There's, there's, I there's, mean, there's... you know what? It wasn't even the best game of last year either. So. <laughs> <laughs> you have got a point. Um, I, I think the Game Awards just hates RPGs. Because Octopath also got shafted. I mean, don't worry. Persona Five didn't win Best Soundtrack, which I still feels a fucking tragedy, dude. Like genuinely. Uh, what was the? What did it go? I hope Nia near? won. I hope it was Nia that won. If it, if it, it wasn't, wasn't Nia, Persona, then it has to have been. Because if it wasn't like, Nia, it, then that... it doesn't even make fathomable sense. If it I mean, wasn't near, I'm hunting Jeff face. down, dude. I'm off. <laughs> I'm off to LA, dude, and I'll be able to be like, "Yo, you better fucking think twice, dude. I'm coming." What, was there was there an Assassin's Creed game that came out in 2018? Seven. Uh, yeah, Odyssey was 2018. 
Okay, because I think Octopath Traveler lost best OST to that. Excuse me? I could be I could be misremembering something super hard, but Celeste might have won best OST. I I have no or idea. I don't remember. I think that was Red Dead. No, it was Red Dead. Yeah, yeah that Red Dead. Octopath yeah, lost it to Red Dead. To be fair, I've got to say, as someone that has played Red Dead too, soundtrack's fucking brilliant. But still, is it as good as <clears throat> I haven't heard Octopath's soundtrack? Is it as Octopath good? Really I don't good know. Soundtrack. To be fair. But I do, I have, I, there's a person, there's a special place in my heart for Red Dead 2. There will always be. There's a special place in my heart for Octopath. <laughs> Everyone should play Octopath yes, as the, yeah, the takeaway from this episode. Anyway, guys, guys, this is, guys, this is a tangent. This is a tangent. We've gone on long enough. Hunter, yes, Odyssey. No such thing. Odyssey, very cool, Jeff, very cool. Get it in the, into the gulag with you, Odyssey. Into the gulag. <laughs> My favorite word. Uh, Hunter, what's next on your list? What's in your basket? Right, so next up on mine would be Astral Chain. Not necessarily overrated, but I was eagerly anticipating this game when it came out and when I finally got mm-hmm. my hands on it. Because I like platinum stuff. I like wacky action games. And I liked the vibe that it seemed like this game was going for. It's just that the execution was a little off to me. Ugh. There was something about the gameplay that felt kind of rudimentary, despite the interesting wrinkle of the Legion. Like, it felt like I was doing the same combo every time. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was more potential there, especially as someone who loves Devil May Cry. You could have blended things like that together really well. And, but if I wanted to hit something differently, it either had to, you know, push the thing to do the Legion whatever, or switch the weapon instead of, you know, having one weapon be able to do several things and then and you only had three different weapons to use yeah you had like a baton you had a baton a big sword and i think it was just your gun yeah the different types of legions didn't really feel like they mattered Mm -hmm. they didn't feel all that different to me aside from oh hey this is weak to this technically Mm -hmm. use this the mission pacing always felt like it stayed for just a segment or two too long for each one of them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. The astral plane environment gets pretty repetitive. Looks like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, another... Th- uh, story-wise, it was fascinating. The world was interesting. The problem mm-hmm. is that with these wacky action games, normally you want a charismatic protagonist to carry you through it so that you kind of <laughs> care about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game has a mime and the annoying sidekick. <laughs> Yeah, those are your two lead characters, and yeah, they should have made them one character because the reverse talks anyway. Yep. Like depending on. <coughs> you okay, Jack? No, that was a Aww. big freaking coffee. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. I still had fun with it though, and it's yeah. got a really good soundtrack. To be fair, oh, it really does. And overall, the vibe is cool. And if they gave it another try, I'd give it another shot mm-hmm. if it assuming that it looked like they ironed out the issues i have yeah one of my big issues yeah. with the game is that it just felt like it went on a bit too long and the final chapters weren't even like a fun challenge it was just a like super armor the boss fight mm. which 
is yeah, not. Yeah, it was like this classic imitation God of War boss thing. Where yeah. Where like a big monster in the middle of the room and you just kind of got to smack it and hope it doesn't hit you. And it's yeah. Like, Screw you, hammer fist. It's just... I... It's a, definitely a better first half than a better second half. But yeah, if, if they did want to give it another try, I'd be all for it, because I definitely did have fun with the game until it started feeling way too repetitive. Sorry, my computer's just having a fucking field day. <laughs> You're having a riot, dude. You're having a riot. But no, um, Astral Chain to me was one of those weird games where it came out and people were so we're like yo this is really cool you guys should check i'm like i was so close i was like this close to buying it i'm like you know what i'll just pick it up later and then i've never thought about astral chain ever again <laughs> until people bring it up on this podcast every time someone brings it up on this podcast which has been multiple by this point someone yeah brings it up and i'm I like this makes two. yeah um someone brings it up i'm like oh yeah that game exists i forgot about it like it's to me it's platinum and it's like as much as i wanted to like I want it to see. To me, it's just like it's one of Platinum's like most the, the boring IPs. Like the, the yeah, like more of it's just like kind of like eh releases that they, they've released in the past like decade or so. Like Bayonetta, like it's so Bayonetta, like, wonderful one hundred one, fucking fantastic. Even Scalebound looked yeah, Scalebound looked incredible. Even though it never until saw the light un, of day. until Phil Spencer <laughs> took out the knife and killed them and used the money to buy Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, That's how the story goes, <laughs> children. <laughs> <laughs> and don't be a JRPG or Uncle Phil come for you too. <laughs> and replace you with Todd Howard. <laughs> and a shitty engine. I'm sorry, Todd. I love you really. <laughs> Todd just sues. Oh my god. So, yeah, that's about all I had to say about Astral Chain. Yeah. You basically hit everything I wanted to hit, too. Nice. Does that count as one of yours, Kyle? I mean, I had it in my pile. Cool. I can nice. talk about another game if you How want. How many do you have left? How many does everyone have left? Because I have loads left. I have two. How many do you have, Hunter? I could talk about at least two other things. Uh, Jack? I think two. Right. I'm going to skip to me then because I literally still have a massive fucking pile of games. <laughs> so, um, oh, whose who's heart do I break first? Do I break do I break Hunter's heart or do I break Kyle's heart first? Ooh, oh, jeez. Bring it on. Options. Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring... I'm going to kill Kyle first and then I'll kill All him right. too late. I know what it is. Yep. Xenoblade saw... Chronicles. Yep. It's Xenoblade Chronicles, dude. I wanted to love this video game so fucking much because, as many of you know, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is one of my favorite games on the Switch. It's probably, at this point, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I fucking love that game, and I love the world, and I love the characters, and I love how good the voice acting is. I love how shit the voice acting is. I love how that game is so perfect. Like, literally, you can't describe Xenoblade 2. It just is Xenoblade 2. And... I was so excited to be like, oh, and people say Xenoblade 1 is so much better. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait. And I played Xenoblade 1 this year. And you've seen from our first impressions, you've seen from our spoiler casts, it just didn't hit. It just didn't mm -hmm. hit for me. And I don't know if it's just the fact that to me, the combat was far too simple and boring compared to 2. Um, <clears throat> or I don't know if it was just that I disliked the characters more than I did the two characters. I mean, I still love Ryan and Dunban. I still say, and Ricky and Melia, they're still characters that I like, but the characters that I hate in one or dislike in one, I 
dislike far more than I did in two. Um, I think also that I think the villains. I don't like the villain that much. I but I've been through the I've I've been through this before. I think the villain that they were setting up was a lot more interesting than the villain you end up with on the other side. Whereas yep. I feel like everything in two, when it switches villains and it keeps twisting and turning, I feel like every time I'm like, oh, that's cool, and it adds something to this, and I'm like, I'm into it. Whereas I think it detracted from the experience where you get to the end of the game, you're in like the last three or four hours, and it's like, surprise, fucker, it's new person time, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, you I love, ready to kill God? Yeah, but no, I love the soundtrack and I love the world. And like I say, I loved Ryan and Dunban. And Melly is a great character that, in my opinion, has done a massive disservice in the end. In my opinion, I feel like she's a character that should have been treated a lot better because she is probably, in terms of like, in terms of non-comedic um, effects, like Ryan, right? Because Ryan's my favorite character just because of how dumb he is. But yeah. It's Donban and Malia, the two actual interesting characters in that game that keep the story going, in my opinion. Um, and just Donban, I feel like, gets a sense of development and gets his story wrapped up rather nicely. But Malia, in my opinion, is just kind of just gets dropped. Um, she's really important mm-hmm. for a set period, and then she just dropped, and it's a real shame. Um, but no, I, I, I want to love hey, it. That's I what Future Connected is for. No, we don't talk about Future Connected. Smiley face. In this house, in this house we don't talk <laughs> about Future Connected because none of us could be asked to finish it. Um, it's true. But no, I, no it's awful. Um, oh. I think that this... It's, I, under, I, I really do appreciate it as a game because without this, Xenoblade 2 wouldn't have happened. I still think it's a good <laughs> game. I still think it's a great game and I love parts of it. But it just doesn't hit to me. It was it's overrated compared to the original uh, to, to two. I think two's better in every way, and especially mm-hmm. Torna, which I still think is the best Xenoblade game, is Torna by a mile. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there you go. I've said my piece about this game. It's not Game of Thrones because I do actually really like this game quite a bit, but not as much as um two. There I wish I bought the game actually, but at the same time I was kind of put off just because. Like I've seen the combat and that, and I was like, I don't know if it's the, the combat's extra. The combat look, it's one of it's a weird game where it looks <laughs> like it's oh, this is going to be effort. Like this looks like it's a really like re- it's really effort when actually it's the exact opposite. It's the it's simplest so thing ever. <laughs> like to me, as someone that was like, oh, the complexity yeah. of Xenoblade Two's combat kind of puts me off a bit, but that was engaging to me. Whereas yeah, once is literally I can just look away. I don't even have to mm-hmm. think. But no. In in Xenoblade 2's combat, you're always doing something, whereas in Xenoblade 1, it's more thinking about what you want to do next. Because you yeah. can change the future. <laughs> Basically. Like said, that's a great... Also, just to bring it back to the slide point, I think that the Xenoblade 1 storyline is a more consistent story over the arc, mm-hmm. but I think Xenoblade 2's highs are way higher... And even though there are some, there are quite a few lows that are a bit dry, <laughs> that drag on a bit. The highs in Xenoblade Two are so fucking epic and so huge scale yeah. and so cool that to me that game will always have a special place in my heart. And the voice acting is not as bad as everyone makes it out to be because it's not. It's charming as shit. Like, honestly, Rex is a good character. You guys are just mean. Rex is a good character. Nia is a good character as well. I love all. They're the all main good. Cast. I love the main cast of Xenoblade Two to death. I absolutely love them. Um, but yeah, there you go. I said my piece on Xenoblade Chronicles. I still like it a lot, just not as much mm-hmm. as two. And I hope Sugar Conroy finally turns all you fucking shitheads around, dude. If anyone can turn <laughs> them around, it's our boy Sugar. He's done a lot of good work on his videos recently. 
his first episode was brilliant. I just, like I said, mm. I want to go back and experience that game for myself again. So I don't want to watch anymore because I'm like, oh, I just, I really want to go and visit that game again. Anyway, one of his, episode. one of his more recent ones at the time, at least at the time of recording this episode, um, he did a full episode okay. just breaking down how the blade system works. Nice. And it's one of the most in-depth things on the internet for resources on how it works. It's good. Because, yeah, the tutorials in Xenoblade 2 are the worst part of Xenoblade 2. Oh, they they're fucking terrible. They absolutely yeah. suck. Ooh, I thought Definitive was... No, Xenoblade 2's tutorials absolutely suck. They're awful. Yeah. To they don't the explain properly, anything. You have to either learn yourself and go, oh, this is how this works, or go to YouTube. Because the tutorials are like... Yep. Let me teach you about this thing that doesn't really work the way we're telling you it works, and then we'll never tell you about it again, and you'll forget. Ah. And there's no way to review tutorials either. Yeah. Anyway. Once yeah, once you go past the tutorial boxes, they're gone forever. Said my piece, Jack. What is next on your list? You go sure? on. Yeah, go for it. Right. So first, Smash. <laughs> Ash Ultimate. Is it actually Smash Ultimate? Of course it is. I right. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you talk. It is also on my pile, but this does not represent oh, uh, Smash Ultimate. I'll be it back in a minute. Yeah, go for actually. it. Actually, you go for it. Dude. Go for it. You go for it. Oh, oh, Hunter's <laughs> off, dude. Hunter's had enough of this podcast, dude. He's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm even gonna mute his mic for him so that if he does something, we can he can come back later. But anyway, I'm gonna just say that. Uh, this doesn't represent Smash Ultimate to me. This represents Smash Brothers as a franchise. I think Smash yeah. as a franchise is overrated. But anyway, Jack, I'll let you talk. <laughs> Go for it. Just watch a few episodes ago where I rant. Now I'm just joking. <laughs> I actually really wanted to like Ultimate, especially knowing with how fucking huge the cast was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, when the game was coming out initially, I knew having so many characters in the game was going to lead to some interesting balancing choices yeah <laughs> again a lot of the issues i have with the game is the balancing and how it actually controls and feels the game feels like i think it was fudge that put a really good uh yeah it was it, feels. it was like trying to what roll a bike down a fucking brick road yeah that's how it feels gonna and have then, a sore ass at the end of that Legit, fucking, it's playing like an hour of ultimate mode. I'm a sore ass. Oh, my ass. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, everyone knows I'm not huge on ultimate, but I did want to really like it. I liked it for maybe a few months. But then, nah. It's not for me. The only way that game's going to save itself for me nowadays is if the crash gets in. That's about it. Yeah, welcome back, Hunter. Um, yep. Anyway. Um, what I was going to say is, I agree, but mine is not yours from a competitive angle. To me, we've, we did an unpopular gaming opinions episode where I got roasted to shit for saying that Smash is overrated already. We've been through this, <laughs> but I am going to say... Oh, that, people came at you for that? Oh, yeah. Some people were fucking... Well, no. The, if anyone's ever been to my uh, Twitch streams, you'll very much know that my chat is against me at all costs, dude. My it's chat, true, like, we are. Like, no, like genuinely. Was. What the, I kind, I, I, I've kind of. To be fair, I've kind of, I've cultivated a community where I, I've basically cultivated a Twitch chat that takes the piss out of me. But, <laughs> Bro, just stop having bad opinions. Yeah, but no. Then we I've won't always, be mean. I've said, Smash is great for what it is, and yeah, did, but with the amount of effort that Sakurai and the team put into Ultimate, did they deserve Fighting Game of the Year for that effort? Yes, they did because they put like Smash Ultimate Not with as that a shit game. online. They didn't. 
it's not it's not it's not online it's not fighting game online of the year is it it's fighting game period fighting games legit should have online even the story modes ass yeah yep but in terms of the way the game like in my opinion it deserved it compared to the other games it deserved it with the amount of effort that they put into actually having to put all those characters in a game Yes, they deserve some fucking credit for that. But I my thing was all my effort into baking a cake, Ethan. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I could spend hours and hours and days and days on this cake. Yeah. Cakes look like the most delicious fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. But see if it tastes like shit. I don't care. I'm not eating that cake if it tastes like shit. Okay. And in, in contrast, let me do a contrast for you real quick, right? Imagine someone. Imagine you're in a cake. You're in a cake contest, right? Here's another. Here's another fucking. We'll do cakes again, right? We'll do fucking cakes again. Delightful. Right. So you're in a cake contest, and one person makes some nice makes makes uh one nice cake, dude. Like a, a nice, just a decent cake, right? And then Sakurai comes to the baking contest and makes seventy smaller cakes that taste nice. Maybe not as nice as that one cake, but makes a fucking array of bright colours and beautiful art and presentation and all of that. That's still a fucking achievement. Just because it doesn't taste as good doesn't mean that you can't respect and look at it and go, yeah, you put your fucking work into it. To my, In my opinion, all of those other fighting games that were nominated for fighting game of the year shouldn't have won with the effort that they put into Ultimate. Whether you disagree with how it works on what the behind the scenes... again, actually? Was it not Jump Force? Yeah, it was Shield Yeah, Force Jump was Force was, was on there. <laughs> yeah, that, that honestly, I'm going to give you that point at least. But no, it's one of those things. But anyway, back to Smash in general. For me, the thing with Smash, it's, it's great what it is. It's a fun party game. <laughs> it's a fun party fighting game. Yeah. People, people make Smash as too big of a fucking deal than it actually is. It's not actually, as, like, in terms of a, a game, in t- other than the character roster, there's nothing big about the design of Smash. There is genuinely nothing big about, other than the character roster and the balancing, in terms of, like, map design and all the complex systems behind it, compared to it, people fucking praise it and, like, praise Melee, praise Ultimate or whatever, criticize Ultimate, criticize 4, way too fucking much for what it is. It's just fine. It's it's great game, but people act like yeah. it's the second coming of Christ. Like, it's yeah. game of the year. Smash isn't game of the year to me. Smash is Smash. Like, it's... It's in its own thing to me. I think it's yeah. overrated. Are they still great? Yeah, for what they are. But people make it out. I've said it before. I think the trailers are more fucking hype than the actual yeah. video game. People care more about the trailers than the video game. <laughs> but no, I like Smash, but it's just overrated in my opinion. There you go. I've said, I, I God, I, I need to shut up. Hunter, there. please tell me that your next game I know nothing about so I can just listen to you right, instead of going, well, I, I also... I've got a pretty confident uh, statement that you know nothing about modern Mortal Kombat. So. Oh, thank <laughs> fuck. Oh, thank <laughs> fuck. I can go and have a nap. Yeah. Alright, so Mortal Kombat from 9 through 11, I have just, over the years, my interest in this series has just waned. I kind of got into 9, played the story mode, there was a it set itself up to be okay, and then it kind of dropped the ball at the end, and I guess I just kind of lost interest after that. <laughs> like, when 10 came out, I was like, oh, that's cool, and didn't really care, aside from when my friends got it and we played a couple of games against each other, and the same thing happened in huh. 11. And it's a shame, because I dumped several hours as a child into Deadly Alliance and Deception, and even some into 
Armageddon, and I really enjoy that series. I like the, it's not the greatest by any stretch of the imagination, but I liked just the vibe it had, and the, some of the characters had real cool, like, arcs in it, so on and so forth, but these days, I don't know. I don't care so much. And they still get, like, a lot of love as well, that's the thing, right? It's not like, people are still into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, I think I think with each passing iteration, it seems to do better, so, I mean, fair enough to that. I just, I don't know. I feel Maybe it. it's the fact that it's, like, 11 games, and I'm finally getting tired of it. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it to you, the fatigue will do it. Yeah. It's like me with open world games. I've played enough. I'm like, I'm out, boys. I'll play Horizon. I'll pray Breath of the Wild 2. I'm out. See you next time, kids. It's good to be real. It's been real. But um, I can see it. I can see it. Short and sweet, Hunter. I like it. Yep. I like it. That's me. If everyone was as short and as sweet as you, Hunter, we wouldn't have hour and a half podcasts. <laughs> we'll have a nice sleep schedule. But, you know, we're not about that. Yeah. Kyle, what's your next pick? Well... I hope you're not tired of open world games. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Right, that's good. We've now just pissed off two thirds of the Xenoblade Chronicles community. That's good, boys. We've, we've got them. We've got them in the corner. And we both like two, so we can't piss off the last third. Hey, we, we've solidified off one third of the Xenoblade audience, dude. And we've banished the other two thirds because they hate us. Now. I mean, I like Xenoblade one and two, but go whatever. Anyway, so. Xenoblade X is different from Xenoblade 1 and 2 in the sense that it's more sci-fi oriented. Um, Basically, how the game starts is that Earth gets destroyed and they move, they basically colonize on a new planet. I think it's called Mira. I didn't do any research before this episode. I meant to, and then I got distracted by a lot of other stuff. But anyways. It's not a review, Kyle. We don't need to be that accurate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like to at least sound like I know what I'm talking about Guys, before I go bashing trust something. Me, bro. Trust me, bro. <laughs> trust me. But yeah. Um, this game, it's a lot more focused on combat and exploration rather than having a good story behind it like Xenoblade 1 and 2 do. Which, in a JRPG, we talked about this earlier, <laughs> you need a good main story to keep you to keep you wanting to play the game. Mm-hmm. I got like 12 chapters into this game. I couldn't tell you who the main villain is. Mind you, that's like 30, 40 hours of gameplay. And I couldn't tell you what oh the goal of anything is. Sounds accurate. Also, this giant robot on the box, you get that like 24 hours into the game. Are they called again? <laughs> Scales, yeah, it's kind of it's. They're basically just meant to be like a throwback to how the gears were in Xeno Gears, because Tetsuya Takahashi can't get Xeno Gears back from Square Enix, Mm. and Squeenix refuses to do anything with that besides put them in their mobile game, because that's how Square Enix be sometimes. It's not Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts, so they don't care about it. Exactly. Even though I do. (laughs) Please give us another Gears. But yeah, this is just a game... This is a game that's really easy to get lost in the world. There's five different regions you can explore. 
the map it's also been data mined this map is the map in this game is bigger than the map in breath of the wild like it's insane how big this place is and exploring it's a pain in the ass until you get your flying robot which by the way getting the robot to fly is a separate thing from getting the robot in general (laughs) oh Oh, no it's like the zelda games that make you power up the master sword after you get it (laughs) (laughs) skyward sword sorry you don't have the master sword yet when you get that (laughs) fair enough anyways um this game's really fucking pretty though this game is absolutely gorgeous it's one of the last remaining soldiers on the Wii U. We salute it's you. true. It's it is true. Let's fight the good fight. Maybe one day you'll be ported. Probably not, because every time that Monoliths ask that, they say it's too much effort. It's too big to be ported. I'm pretty sure. It takes way too much. Yeah, it takes way too much effort to port. Yeah. I don't know if they think it's worth it because X is like <clears throat> sub. It's weird because. Yeah, Sunday Chronicles X is a sub franchise in a way where they're not necessarily as linked as one and two are. So, it's and yet they fun. still are because of Xenoblade 2's DLC. Yeah, it's but then weird. 2's DLC is like eh, maybe, maybe not. Kai, who knows? It's just yeah, fun. it's one of those weird things where it's like they're there. Is it canon or not? I don't know. I don't know either. Who knows? Not who me. Knows? I haven't played this game. Don't worry, dude. I can't play this game anymore. For some reason, my Wii U doesn't read discs anymore. Oh, so big rip. Time to throw it. Oh, it's no. useless. Bye bye. Well, but at least it's a pretty box art. And that's all that really matters, right? Time to uh, we we killed we killed Kyle a bit. Time to piss off Hunter. Time to piss off Hunter, dude. I've I've mentioned this on the podcast before, dude. Near Automata. <laughs> Oh, that's what you were talking about. Oh, well, you know. Near Automata, I want to love this video game so badly, but just something, and don't say, oh, you didn't finish it. Yes, I fucking finished it. I got endings A, B, C, D, and D. Leave me alone. I got the endings. (laughs) But I wanted to love Automata so much. And I just come off P five, and I was like, "Oh, people were fucking buzzing about P 5 And then the next game, people were buzzing about Nero Thomas, and I'm like, "Yo, dude, I'm getting in. This is it. Back to back fucking bangers." And I played it, and all I felt was depression. <laughs> and I know this well, game. I mean, I know, that's what yeah. the game tries to do. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, but it's it's one of those weird things where this game is very much like it's the, it's melancholy the video game. Like you're supposed to feel fucking like nothing throughout the entire thing. When I say nothing, you just feel empty, right? You're supposed to feel empty throughout all of it, and then it gives you glimmers of hope, and it's like no, back to nothing. <laughs> just snuffs them out. Yeah, and then snuffs it out. Yeah. And it's it's really it really is. Like if you have depression or something, like and I mean severe depression, right? Like I, I'm I'm I, I for some reason I'm like I'm an addict, dude. I'm like, yo, I'm depressed, but I also love depressing shit. Like I'm just like, yeah, gimme that. Let make me feel sad, dude. I dare you. But if you like if you're like, yo, if if a sad film like makes you feel really bad or whatever, don't play this game because you'll feel fucking <laughs> miserable. Like you'll honestly like the soundtrack alone is so it's so haunting of a soundtrack. It's like, it's a brilliant soundtrack, but my God. Ethereal is, is my favorite word to describe yeah, that soundtrack. It is amazing. It makes, it's amazing, but it, it makes you feel horrible at the same time. Dude. Yeah. And it makes you feel 
creepy like creeped out and it makes you feel uncomfortable and it's a really good but no i love like i liked it a lot but i just didn't click it didn't click when people like best game ever made like their favorite game of all time or they're like the end is really spoke to me i'm like eh it's pretty great but it just doesn't i mean i get it but yeah yeah. I wish it clicked more because I love the setting and I love the characters. I think 2B and 9S uh, are great characters and I think they're done they really well. Solid. I like them and quite a bit. The story is the story is so fucking batshit crazy that like people that people yeah. that people that say that like Kojima is a crazy <laughs> bastard need to go and play this game because it's fucking is it I mean it feels Paro, comparable. It? It's just different. Is that his name? Yeah, Yoko Taro. Yoko Taro <laughs> is a fucking mental person, dude. Like, fucking crazy human being. Because he's just like, yo, dude, fucking wacky as shit, dude. Let's go on a wacky depression <laughs> run, dude. Let's get going. Yo, look, he's some robot. Why has this guy got a weird head? I don't know. Oh, look, robots. Let's watch them die and feel sad real quick. Cool, moving on. Every side quest ends with the quest giver just killing itself yeah literally the amount of t- the amount the, the, genuinely the amount of times that a side quest ended with someone's oh, killing themselves i was like okay <sighs> dude, okay like ah thank there you was that one my quest that was like oh i'm trying to go to space give me resources that actually turned out like he didn't kill himself at the end and he accomplished his goal i was like oh man good for you dude oh Yay. <laughs> the amount of times it was like, oh, can you go there? Yeah. Can you go and do something for me? And by the time you come back, they'd kill themselves. And I was like, again? Yeah. God damn it. Like, yeah. But no, very depressing game. No one's happy in this world. Yeah, very good game. And I feel like I feel like it's a game that everyone should play because you might like it more than me. And it's, again, it's on that backlog of, I want to go back and play this when I'm in a better mindset and just live in it and see if I can, if I get it to click again. Because I feel like, again, I feel like after playing P5, this was not the game that I was looking for. And I just blasted through it and I was like, eh, I, I liked it, but not as much as everyone else. But no, I do. It's a good game. And I hope that I like it more in the future when I eventually replay it. But no. Near Automata. Maybe yeah. No. Automata, Automata. I don't know how to fucking say the name. I still don't know. Automata is how I say it. I always it. say Automata. Yeah. Automatum. Automata. <laughs> <laughs> two beefs for smash or whatever shit people say you know whatever. I, I wouldn't be opposed i mean two beat was cool in soul calibur 6 more she has a fun play style more likely yeah. than fucking sora dude so hey if you womp, womp. to be honest two being most likely squeenix rep not even joking most likely squeenix rep well yeah because sora needs disney's approval yep, and gino is just not happening and i stand on this hill we stand on the hill I don't think Gino's happening either, but I will do a backflip if he does get in. You and the five other people that want him in, dude, will all be backflipping. Me and everyone else who's played those Mario RPG. Those people must talk a lot. It's like Twitter, yeah. dude. It's because those, I hear those, about it all bubbles, the time. Dude. Yeah, it's like one of those bubbles, dude. You know, like on Twitter when everyone's like, oh, this game, sh- cancel this game. Everyone cancel the pre-orders and then the game's like the best-selling game in the franchise just because everyone's in an echo chamber and they're like... The same yeah. 10 people going, cancel the pre-order, cancel the... Like, yeah. But no, there we go. Ooh. Hey, does everyone else have one left, then? Yep. Yeah, I got uh, one left. I can... Or do you have none left yet? We sport... No, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have left, Jack? I have nothing on my head right now. Nothing? Cool. Then I'll just do a I real... Mean, qu- what? I could. Could you? 
Uh, we've been talking mostly about recent games. And go for it. If you've got an oldie, dude, go for it. I've got an oldie. I was going to say Ocarina of Time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Beat it up. Someone's going to do it eventually. Hey, Jack, um, I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm, I'm about to say, this is a bad example because this is my favorite of the 3D Zelda's, but I just want to put a space here for me of 3D Zelda. I've got Wind Waker. This is my favorite 3D Zelda, but 3D <laughs> Zelda as a gameplay loop is my pick. But go for Ocarina, and then you'll basically say everything I have to say. Excuse me? Go for it, dude. You just say what you hate about Ocarina, dude, and then I'll tell you why I also dislike the gameplay loop of all Zelda. I think it's kind of Mario 64 in a way. I think it was just really dated and shit mm. on the 64. Mm -hmm. It didn't really do that well. I don't know why I can look past Majora's Mask though, but Ocarina of Time to me just felt, I don't know, bored shit out of me. Hyrule Fields, just a big fucking empty blank pile of shit. Mm -hmm. People go on about like, wow, but it's so epic, you know, you're going through a whole fucking field of grass while it's going do 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 and all this passion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, playing it as a kid really did something for me there, so... Turbina I mean, Field had a better overworld theme. Don't at me. I agree with you, actually. I actually agree with you. Yeah. But um, I never really went that far in with Ocarina of Time. Like, I got to Adult Link and that, and then after a while, I was just kind of like, nah. It's just, it feels clunky, and the story didn't really pull me in or anything. Mm -hmm. Just, nah. There's just something missing with Ocarina of Time. I feel it. I feel the same Majora's way. Majora's Mask is the charm. Yeah. Stuff, like, the whole story and, like, the whole side quest and stuff. I'm sure Ocarina has some good side quests and all that. Yeah, Majora, Majora's I haven't played one. because I'm still Majora's waiting for a, a good version, dude. I'm still waiting. I'm holding out hope that they remake it <laughs> don't again. Don't buy that 3DS And version. not on 3DS. <laughs> I don't buy that. I don't buy that. But no, my problem with 3D Zelda as a whole is I think 3D Zelda specifically to me is overrated. <laughs> It's just something about the gameplay loop to me just doesn't click. And I liked Wind Waker because I liked the characters and the I liked the characters and the design of the world. But story to me just kind of generic. The and the dungeon design to me, I'm like it's fine. But there's something about the Zelda loop, and I mean specifically 3D Zelda, because is this just like how linear the games used to be? Not even how linear the games are. When you say 3D, are you excluding Breath of the Wild from this? Yes, Breath of the Wild. I do not count as 3D Zelda. I count Breath of the Wild as new Zelda, whatever Zelda is now, right? Five D Zelda. Five D Zelda. No, what 3D Zelda's? I'm counting Ocarina, Majora, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. Those are the ones that I count. Because I like the little bits that I've played of um, 2D Zelda, which is mainly I've played a bit of the original and i played A Link Between Worlds. Um, the two bits that i played of that, I really liked. I just haven't gone back to play them. And I thought, <laughs> hey, this is pretty cool. There's something, there's something about 3D Zelda that just doesn't click to me. That I don't see it. The stories, at least in Ocarina and in Wind Waker, of the bits that I played, well, I played the whole of Wind Waker. Just, and even the little bit of Twilight Princess I've played just doesn't click. It just story's not interesting to me. Um, just feels a bit generic, like just being like the hero, which is why I kind of liked Breath of the Wild because it was like, oh, this is a world where everyone's fucked up. Like you, like you fucking lost, bitch. Like you're like <laughs> now go yeah. now go pick up the pieces and explore a world and not be left into these linear realms that are not interesting to me. 
But no, there's something about 3D Zelda to me that I respect it for what it's done for RPGs in general. Mm-hmm. But to me, they're real. Like I feel like it's one of those games where nostalgia is way overplayed when with how good these games are. I don't think they're as good as people make them out to be. Yeah, I think that if it wasn't Nintendo, if you would release the same game and swapped the characters out and had not and just and not mentioned that it was made by Nintendo and not called Legend of Zelda, it would get a completely different score. I don't think these games would. I feel like it's one of those things where a bit like Mario games in a way where Nintendo has this kind of magic thing that they seem to do where it's like, oh, a Nintendo game gets an automatic one or two points extra than if it was a non-Nintendo game because my childhood. <laughs> and I it's can just definitely one of, see a trend in that. So yeah, I agree with you. It's just yeah. one of the things where I think they're good games and I respect them, but I don't think they're as good as everyone makes them out to be. When people say, oh, the 3D Zelda series is one of the best series of games ever made. I'm like, no. Nah. No. Like, I love Wind Waker to pieces and all that, but I don't think I would say it's my favorite game of all time anymore, like I used to. Mm-hmm. Just Well, favorite game of all time to me is always changing, because with the <laughs> game yeah. industry, bigger and better things are always coming, right? Like, to me, it's like, if I find a game, I'm like, oh yeah, this is my na- this is now my favorite thing because like just the way that they've done it. But usually, it's like I never said se- I'm never cemented like, oh, this game is my favorite game and it will be forever because it's like chances are a better game's gonna come around eventually that I'll love. Now try telling that to people that love Ocarina of Time. I can't, dude, and it's probably <laughs> the Zelda community doesn't help with me my like just eh feeling towards Zelda. Yeah, you know the people who talk about the Legend of Zelda on the internet aren't exactly the nicest people around yeah i love the 3d zelda games for the most part but you know like you know liking skyward sword the most before breath of the wild is a (laughs) frowned upon opinion do you actually yeah yeah it was my favorite before breath of the wild that's fair yeah i mean as far as like the other ones i like ocarina and majora and wind waker all comparably just in different ways and twilight princess it's beginning really keeps me from playing it more yeah me too (laughs) just one of those franchises where it's like i respect it and i like the bits that i've played but to me it's not as built like it's not as good as people make it out to be in my opinion we talk about how fucking good 2d zelda is like 2D Zelda is really good. <laughs> 2D Zelda is really fucking good, dude. Where's fucking Where's Zelda Maker, dude? Where the fuck is Zelda Maker Nintendo? I don't care. Figure it out. Figure it's it in it Link's Awakening out. DX. Extra mode and Link's yeah, Awakening. but I mean full. I mean proper. I mean figure it the fuck out, Nintendo, because <laughs> that shit'd be fire. Be great. Absolutely love it. Anyway, there you go, Hunter. We've we've pissed off Alrighty, enough people. So now so uh, oh boy. I, I hope you've got a light so, oh we're gonna keep going <laughs> i hope you've got a light blow yeah so this is less this is less a shot at the series in general it's just more of i wish i liked this more uh the dark souls and bloodborne games would be so up my alley we're if dead. i could just play them for more than an hour <clears throat> yeah <laughs> like i just you know, I just can't bring myself. Every time I've tried, I haven't been able to bring myself to do it. And Demon Souls looks like maybe I'm going. Demon to fall Souls for it to again. me is the one where I'm like, <laughs> the, Demon Souls to me is the perfect um, Souls game to start with, in my opinion. Because one, this remake looks really nice. Which I'm sorry, most from software games do not look good. They always 
they always look like they came out three years before they actually came out and run like ass. So it's like one of those things where it's like, I respect them, but when people say, oh, Bloodborne, one of the best looking games on PS4, I'm like, yes, if you're fucking 50 meters away. Um, no, it just you it squint doesn't, a yeah, little bit. Squint, dude, maybe, but artistically they look great but just like yeah it's got a they've all got a really cool style to them that graphically they always kind of as far as and the lore that i've had my friend tell me is all very fascinating if i could just you know get over the beginning stretch of the game i'm sure i would love it which i think demon souls is the one to do that because it is the first game in the series right so like bloodborne's got like you know spiky architecture and creepy monsters and you know gothic adventure basically and that's right up my alley that's your aesthetic <laughs> yeah <Nice>. basically <laughs> but no it's it, yeah, yeah i agree with the souls games it's one of, i'm gonna try with demon souls when it goes cheaper because i'm not paying 70 pounds playstation that's not happening um <laughs> but it's definitely demon souls is the one that i'm gonna fully try i mean i could try bloodborne again on the ps plus collection but Am I going to when there's the new shiny one instead? Eh, probably not. Especially because Bloodborne runs like ass. and Demon's Souls has already confirmed that the performance... That was another really thing with Bloodborne. I'm not normally one to complain about load times because normally I don't care. I'm not mm. that kind of... I'm not a junkie about, oh man, I have to be doing something every couple of seconds. But Bloodborne, because I was dying so much, the fact that the loads seemed to take so long when I was playing it did kind of like, oh man... I've been I've been watching this screen as much as I've actually been doing something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that game. Yeah, usually I'm like, hey, when people are like, ooh, thirty FPS, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with a good thirty FPS, dude. If it's locked thirty and you can, and it's got a good motion blur or whatever, who cares? It runs well. Bloodborne, no, it just doesn't run. It just doesn't. It just drops. It chugs. It tries, it's like, it's trying to grasp for life, and it's just like, nah, it just doesn't, and I hope, there's been rumours for a while that Bloodborne's gonna get a second life in a way, like they're gonna redo it, or at least port it to PS5 and PC, and I hope it's true, because that game could use some optimization. but no, I can see why. It's one of those where I'm like, I want to get into it eventually, but I'm just not motivated. <laughs> <laughs> like if if these random spells of games that aren't coming out keep happening maybe i'll like well and truly try to dive into one of them if mm. i haven't already like given demon souls a fair shake very cool kyle what is your i assume final one well we've pissed off a lot of people today folks let's get one more in <laughs> Oh, no. Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Oh, I'll wage you a Kingdom Hearts 3 and, and uh, we'll raise you to a Kingdom Hearts 2. So uh, you can kill some fans and then I will literally piss off the most hardcore Kingdom Hearts community. Go for it. Oh my god. Okay. Well. This is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, my final one. 1-2 we'll punch it, dude. We'll, we'll nice. Go team. 3-2-1 punch. Yeah, dude, exactly. Anyways. Um... Kingdom Hearts 3 was a game that I really, really tried not to get hyped for as it was being released, mm. but just the closer and closer it got to more, to release date, the more and more excited I got for it. I don't consider myself to be like a hardcore Kingdom Hearts fan. Neither did I, and I was buzzing, dude. 
I only actually truly enjoy three of the games in the franchise. <laughs> One, two, and Chain of Memories. <laughs> well, no, I'm... For me, I like one, two, and three. They're my three that I yeah. like. But no, I am. Um, yeah. uh, I do enjoy half of this video game, and it's the not Disney half of this game, because. Augers, <laughs> go for it. So in every Disney world, you fight some shitty boss at some point. The bo- any like giant enemy, heartless boss. Is terribly designed. Yeah, shout outs to Toy Story and Frozen, dude. Great boss. Yo, shout outs to Scoob. the same criticisms we had for Astral Chain's bosses earlier. Yeah. It's. It commits the cardinal sin of a hacky slashy, which is when you attack, they don't stagger at all. Until a certain point. You have to hit them, basically, you have to hit them enough times for them to stagger. You don't know how, how many times you have to hit. There's zero. There's no meter that tells you how close they are to staggering. Even Final Fantasy thirteen did that right with their stagger bar. And yeah. Final Fantasy thirteen yeah. was, you know, mediocre. That's a bevy of issues in the gameplay department. Yeah, but the fact that they got something as simple as that, right? Like, there's a lot of things in this game that I do like. I like multiple Keyblades at a time. I like the different forms that the Keyblades have being kind of like a substitute for drive forms. But in tandem with that, I don't like the randomness it has where if you do a magic combo, so like fire, fire, thunder, blizzard, there's a chance you'll get random grand magic given to you. And sometimes you'll just get nothing. So it's a really just not conducive to good gameplay and good strategizing in combat because you can't plan around randomness. Yeah. In... But I will say this. The super bosses they put in this game post-launch DLC, those are 13 of the best bosses I've ever fought. And Luxord was also there. Luxord sucks. That fight's oh, not fun. Luxord sucks in every game he's put in. I do I do really enjoy fighting fighting humanoid bosses. Any like humanoid boss just feels good to fight because they fight like how Kingdom Hearts 2 bosses work, where they have a revenge value, and after a certain amount of hits they'll they'll retaliate. You'll hit a forced revenge. So you can't just combo them forever. And they also don't have that bullshit stagger mechanic that the giant heartless bosses have. As for, like, the open world aspect of the game, yeah, it's there. But outside of the pirate world, the Pirates of the Caribbean world, where you get to sail around and explore the different islands, there's nothing in the worlds. It's like, yeah, you can run around and find a treasure chest, but... I can't wait to discuss Kingdom Hearts I mean, just, 2 in a second. Overall, dude. as far as the world design goes, I still liked it the most out of any of the, the world. The world design in Kingdom Hearts 3, in my it opinion, felt best better game. to just yeah. be around, in my opinion. Like They feel like worlds, not corridors. There wasn't much to do, but it still felt more like a hole rather than just a slice of a hallway. Even if it's know? linear. I, yeah. I still think Kingdom Hearts 1 did open world the best because there was a bunch of stuff to do. There was a bunch of secrets you can uncover around like every corner. In this game, there's 
like take San Francisco, for example. It's a big open city with like no people around at all. So it doesn't do a good job making the world feel alive. Yeah, it doesn't. I I can see that, but in my opinion, they're still the best worlds in the series by a long shot. Like it's not even close. Like even Frozen, which I fucking despise as a world. In terms yeah, of, like, Frozen was fucking terrible. In terms of like an actual like, in terms yeah, of the actual vibe that the world, yeah, that the world gives up. Yeah, at least, at least from the actual, yeah. like environmental vibe, it actually feels like a world. Whereas in Kingdom Hearts one i they still feel like it but they feel segmented kingdom hearts 2 is the and i'm i'll i'll say this this is the reason i think kingdom hearts 2 is overrated it's because yes the combat is the best combat in the series yes the bosses are the best bosses in the series but from a story point of view and from in my opinion a world design point of view fucking kill me like genuinely the worlds Kingdom Hearts 2 has the worst worlds in the fucking franchise. I don't, I think Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop have fucking better worlds than 2, dude. They're fucking tragic. Be- Beast's Castle is literally fucking, yo, guys, do you like rectangles, dude? Fucking rectangular corridors the whole fucking time. We made one room, which was the fucking kit, the, the, the dining room. That looks nice, but we spent all of our time on it, so now you're just getting rectangles. Hope you like rectangles. All the worlds in 2 are fucking shit, and I... As someone that comes to Kingdom Hearts, especially in the first couple of games when I was getting to Kingdom Hearts, who went there for the Disney and not necessarily, oh, I'm here for a hack and slash. I'm like, yeah, the hack and slash is nice and all, but I came here for a stupid story about Disney characters. And when you get shitty worlds like Mulan and fucking the Beast, <laughs> fucking Beauty and the Beast, and oh god, don't get me started. The Pirates, don't get me started on all these shitty worlds. It's just, I love the combat. And I loved the world, like, the the only good worlds in Kingdom Hearts 2 are the original worlds. Hollow Bastion, I like Hollow Bastion. Hollow mm-hmm. Bastion tends to be good. Um, Why it wasn't in 3, I'll never know. No, no, neither will I. But it's like, there's so much bad, like, all the Disney ones are fucking off Tron, don't get me started on fucking Tron, off me. Like, honestly, off oh, me. God, yeah. Worst word. Even in Dream Drop, when it's the awful version of Tron, and everyone looks weird. At least that world felt better than actual like Kingdom Hearts 2 Tron. The worlds are my problem. You didn't like Sora interacting with Kurt Russell? No, I didn't. I really didn't. It's creepy as shit. Um, but no, that's my main reason. And then also people complain Yeah. People complain about KH3's story. And I say I respect that you f- that you d- that you don't like Kingdom Hearts 3's story, but it's not necessarily Kingdom Hearts 3's fault because it's 2's fucking fault it's that we're in this mess. The series as a whole, yeah. Really two, two, three had to tie up what fucking two started, dude. Like it's like two is the fucking start of the train wreck, and fucking three is the crash, dude. Like just because <laughs> just because three's like, oh no, I'm like two fucking started this bullshit. And to be honest, other than the Roxas side story, which I think is really well done when you look at it as a whole, and mm-hmm. the ending cutscene, which I still stand by, it has the best ending of a Kingdom Hearts game um, by yeah. far. It's the only happy yep. ending of a Kingdom Hearts game. Mm-hmm. That cutscene still fucking makes me cry, dude. I fucking love it. <laughs> it genuinely did. Like yeah, I genuinely like a single tear, dude. Like genuinely. The fuck, your home thing genuinely i'm like oh my fucking god i'm gonna have a disney cry right now dude like <laughs> kill me. The, the endings are great but honestly the story like people people who criticize kingdom hearts 3 story are like obviously you've not seen where this has been going because two dreams yeah. are birth by sleep and three have equally the same amount of story it's shit 
It's mm-hmm. shit quality. But to me, 2 is overrated because the combat is fucking perfect. But as someone that goes to video games, not like goes to Kingdom Hearts not just for fucking combat, there's nothing there for me. There's no fucking juicy like, oh, I feel like I'm in Mulan. No, I feel like I'm in a fucking corridor that has a fucking Chinese ornament on it. Cool, I'm in Mulan <laughs> world, guys. Just, that's my problem with Kingdom Hearts. Like Kingdom Hearts 3, I think, tried too hard in terms of actually making you feel like you're in the world. So it feels extremely, like, it feels linear. Um, and the bosses kind of suffered because they tried more on the actual, like, Disneyfication of the worlds that are there, I feel. Mm-hmm. But Kingdom Hearts 2 is the opposite, where the gameplay's fun in the worlds that are there, but the worlds are not fun to explore. And in my, from a casual perspective, I'd rather have the, the former of the worlds that look like where I want to be from a casual perspective than a gameplay. Gameplay is super fucking important. But as a casual yeah. fucking schmuck like me, Kingdom Hearts 3's combat was perfectly fine enough to get me through the fucking game and still go, ooh, shiny. Mm-hmm. I like Olympus. Finally, we actually see what Olympus looks like. Cool. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. But it's one of those things I'm that... I'm so glad I have nothing to say on these yeah, games. Kingdom Hearts... <laughs> I've said this before. And it's just a headache, honestly. <laughs> I've said it before. I remember about... saying I wanted to get into Kingdom Hearts. But I've said it before and I'll say it, I'll say it again. Like You'll never please anyone. You'll never please <laughs> everyone with Kingdom Hearts. Like, genuinely. Yeah. The people, there's people like me who love what they did with 3 in terms of world design and actual doing the Disney worlds. They did them right. Um, for the most part. We don't talk about Frozen. But the rest no, of them, don't. fucking Tangled. If you had told me that my favorite world out of Kingdom Hearts 3 would have been Tangled com- going into it, I'd be like, fuck off, is it? But it is. It's, <laughs> I love Tangled. It's great. Kingdom's my favorite world, too. Yeah, it's, it's a really brilliant. good starting world. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. But yeah. no, it's like, you. but yeah, except for, for, like, that's my thing. Like, people who want Kingdom Hearts 2, like, because they want the combat to be crisp and they want the bosses to be great. That's, yeah, they're not gonna like that. Oh no, they're spending too much time on the worlds and the fucking the flashiness of it. Whereas the people that want the worlds and the flashiness and the Disney shit are like, oh, this DLC shit because there's nothing here for me. Like it's the never-ending cycle of the frustrating no thing is that if you just took the best anything. parts of both of two and three, it'd be a really yeah. really good game. Oh yeah, it would be regardless of whatever dumb story they attach to it. That would be it'd really be the best good. game in the series. Not even close. It's uh, why, yeah, it's like, yeah, without it's, a doubt. That's why, to me, there is no best Kingdom Hearts game because each of them fucks yeah. up in different ways. <laughs> one fucks up. One fucks up in fucking clunky ass gameplay. Two fucks up in world building and story, and then three fucks up in combat. Like that's genuinely like. Yeah. It's one. It's just, it's just each each of the main installments are equally fucking mm-hmm. dumb. I love Kingdom Hearts. It's great. Thank you. <laughs> by melody of memories when it comes out oh i fucking are even i'm not someone that loves rhythm games i'm like bitch please i've got to buy a ps4 uh, ps5 even gotta buy a ps5 you think i'm gonna pay PS5. you think i'm gonna pay 50 quid to play fucking rhythm games now wait oh yeah yeah it's full price dude it's full price i'll just wait for it to drop down <laughs> in price like every other kingdom hearts game i'll just wait i'll be like it'll oh, only no. take like two months yeah, exactly. Might as well wait, right? Because when we're in that dry spell hunter of February, it'll be it'll be nicely. It'll be like it'll be like twenty five quid already, and I'll be like, yeah, rhythm <laughs> time, baby, and then we'll be all happy. And that's that. Um, Kingdom Hearts two was my last one, so there we go. Yeah, we're good. We've shat on every community possible, so uh, thank you for all. Except time. somehow we dodged Pokemon. Yeah, I was going to put Pokemon to it, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
here's my well, I don't like Pokemon enough to even be like, oh, I was excited <laughs> for this Pokemon game, and then it really disappointed me. This is the thing. I could have put Gen Eight, but I didn't care enough. You didn't buy Gen Eight. Yeah, you can't thing. even say you were disappointed by Gen Eight. You haven't even fucking played it. That's like me going in and goes, oh, guys, fucking. FIFA 21's absolute dog shit, guys. Trust me. I mean, I was disappointed by Gen 8, but I had no expectations for it. I knew it was going to be shit going in. So. Pokemon shit in general, you're all blind. Um, and that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, folks. And that's all, folks. But yeah, this has been our our games that we think are overrated episode of HDO. Thank you for all the dislikes. We really do appreciate that. Um, <laughs> remember, you can find us every week at Mondays Let at 5pm. how shit our opinions are. UK time, 12pm Eastern for a brand new episode of HGO or on podcast services everywhere. Go to linktree slash hot gamers only to find all the podcast links or go to bit.ly slash the gigas to find the video versions of the podcast each and every week. If you like what we do, but you don't want to listen to the whole show, and I, frankly, sometimes I don't blame you, head on over to bit.ly slash HGO Clips so you can get the best. hour and 50 minute by the time we wrap oh, up. Oh, God, yeah. I'm literally not sleeping tonight. Um, Woo! You can head on over to bit.ly slash HGO Clips and head to uh, the HGO Highlights channel where we post the best, what we think are the best clips from the show, um, so you can catch up on all that good stuff. Remember, next week big boy week we have got crash coming out which means crash streams all on twitch channels it means that we've got a crash first impressions out next monday it means that we'll probably have a crash review out at some point in the week and it probably also means we'll have a crash spoiler cast out on friday so be sure to be subscribed hit that notification bell do whatever the fuck you have to do on youtube and podcast services these days to get it in your feed uh because you won't want to miss it the only opinions you need about crash because what's fucking jonathan dornbush from ign gonna know about it eh? what's he gonna know he knows what's nothing. canada guy gonna know what's canadian well yeah what's what's canada guy yo gonna do dude that's his canada guy, yo. i know it's canadian guy a eh? don't fucking <laughs> you canada guy yo dude my favorite dude Wumpa Patrick, all my favorite YouTubers. Wumpa Patrick, is that an actual person? That's no, it's Wumpa Lewis. <laughs> oh. I'm just shitting on everyone. I don't. And also Kadikaris. Yeah, just so you know, I like Jonathan Dornbush from IGN. Yeah, is, yeah. I don't. I I haven't really watched much of Canadian Guy or Wumpa Lewis, but I'm sure they're swell people. And um, <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, whoever else we offended. Uh, grow one you know what who cares about us what do we say we're just four stupid guys on the internet but yeah um we don't have fans yeah exactly crash a load of crash next week look forward to it but with that hunter where can people find you youtube.com slash reaper hunter 23 and also this week uh hopefully i'll have a hades review up on this channel hey i've still got i've still got to finish the tell me why one i've been busy with sorting out hdo highlights so it kind of been <laughs> put off dude i wrote the intro earlier after i beat the game oh fuck so. off so that means he's already yeah. hit that that means he's doing better than me great right ah. two reviews this week we'll try we'll try maybe i've got to get see the hdo highlights done yeah we'll see what can happen uh cow where can people find you uh, you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash k davis srl you can also find me on twitter same handle at k davis srl and eventually i'll have a review up for 51 clubhouse games whenever i can get around to recording vocals we, we've made this point multiple times. If you just want to send the fucking script, I'll, me or Hunter will just go, uh, Clubhouse Games is really good. And there you go, we'll record <laughs> it just like that. Um, Jack, where can people find you? Twitter.com slash Jackabean or twitch.tv slash Jackabean. Yeah, that's it. Really positive. And you can find me 
as always, uh, at Chaotic Ether on Twitter and Twitch. But yeah, that's been our show. I'm going to wrap it up now so I can actually get to editing this fucker because it's got to be up in like 15 hours. Um, that has been our show. Thank you ever so much for listening each and every week. We really do appreciate it. We'll be back next week for more. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.